right, let's get it. Here we go, baby. Episode two is off and running. I'm Steve from All Hands Landscaping and Snow Management in New York. And as always, I have my partner in crime from the Fargo Snow Giant Glacier Snow Management, Mr. Jeremy Lindstrom. How you feeling, brother? Hey, pretty good, Steve. Not too bad. We're uh, it's cold up here. <laughs> what what was it today? Four? Uh, no, I think it was, uh, was seven below or ten below right now. Nice, yeah. buddy. Yeah, we were forty three today and uh, six tomorrow. Yeah, so she's quite a swing. It's been a cold week. It's gonna be. It's supposed to be thirty five this weekend, but yeah, right now it's gonna be like twenty below tonight. So yeah, kind of yeah. fun. So it's been an interesting couple of days, right? The uh, the last episode uh, dropped two days ago on Monday because we're recording this, what, Thursday? It's today Thursday, I think. Um, and I, crap, I guess we're going to have to keep on doing this thing, huh? I mean, could you believe the response? Yeah, it's been great. A lot of a lot of guys DMing, saying they like the show and stuff. So, yeah, I'm really excited about it. Let's see how this thing goes. I, I'd like to uh, like to grow it, I guess, now. Now we got to keep yeah. going. You, you kind of have to. I, I I was nervous as hell doing the first one. I honestly thought we totally sucked, but uh, thank God our boy James can talk enough for both of us, huh? Yeah, yeah. James <laughs> a good speaker. Yep, yep. He's very good. He's very good. But seriously, guys out there, all the tags, all the tons and tons of DMs, the snow industry companies talking about you know maybe coming on an episode or doing something. You know, it, it's just all crazy. Uh, you know. Uh, I don't know about you, Jay, but like for me, you know, call me Ricky Bobby, bro, Talladega Nights. You pay me, I'll put a giant Fig Newton sticker across the windshield of every loader I got, every skid steer I got. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Definitely bring them on. Bring them on. If Snuggy wants to sponsor us, I'll have all my guys in Snuggies when they're pushing snow. <laughs> Aren't they already? <laughs> yeah. uh, not at 34 degrees. We don't plow in zero degrees. But, uh, yeah, it's been an unreal few days, and uh, I think we both thought it would be good, and I think we, we thought it filled a need within the industry for all of us snow guys out there. But the uh, the following and the sheer amount of guys that listened and tagged and DM'd us was just really amazing. I know we were both blown away by all the support and love you guys have been throwing at the show. So thank you guys out there so much. Uh, Jeremy, you got anything to add there, bud? No, I just really appreciate everybody's uh, outpouring response, I guess. It was fun, and uh, hopefully we can – duplicate it and get better as the shows go by i mean my mic's a little low tonight but we'll we'll figure that out we'll get a, we'll, we'll we'll get better every show i think remember not professional podcasters one of us is a professional tiktoker and instagrammer the other one is not so we're, we're, we'll get it guys i promise we will get better at this it'll flow more naturally as we go uh we have a great show for you guys tonight we have not one, but two guests. They were both gracious enough to come on with us and talk about a storm that was so big. Uh, me and Jeremy think that it warranted getting two guests on to talk about it from two different perspectives. Uh, so if you're a snow fighter out there, I'm positive every one of us has heard about this blizzard that hit the greater Buffalo, New York area around Christmas time. Uh, these two guys tonight have some just unbelievable stories about what it was like experiencing that storm and also what it was like from a snow professional's point of view. Uh, so we want to get right into this so we can cover as much as possible with them in the time we have. Uh, Jeremy and I would like to welcome Rocco Gadania from Vision Lawns and Snowplowing and Adam Furchin from Elite Landscaping. Guys, welcome to the Snow Jobs. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Thanks for having us. Jeremy, take us away, brother. All right. Hey, guys. Uh, why don't you uh, start off first with telling, telling us a little bit about your companies and how you got into snow and uh 
and how long you've been doing it, and, and then we'll get into the rest later. All right. Well, I'll go first. Uh, my name is Adam Burchin. I'm 31. I'm in Niagara Falls, New York. Uh, relatively new to this industry. This is my third season. I got into it. I've actually, I'm actually a gym owner. I've owned a gym since 2016. And in 2020, gyms closed during COVID and needed something to do. So I started kind of just mowing some walks and grass on the side here and there. And it kind of unexpectedly grew and I uh, kind of accidentally opened a business. Wasn't really, well, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't really planned out. Um, it's usually it how it now, goes. But yeah. So it kind of happened accidentally. I still own the gym now. So I, I do that and this, um, yeah, I started with grass and went more into landscaping and then kind of now getting away from grass I hate cutting grass. Um, Amen. So more into landscaping. And this past year, we got into a lot of hardscaping. And we've done snow every year. And every year, it's been um, mostly residential. And then the past two years, we're kind of subbing out a lot of residential stuff and getting more into bigger commercial work. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. Rocco, how about you, bud? Um, so, yeah. So, um I actually, uh, I created Vision Lawn Care and Snowplow uh, 14 years ago. Um, actually, very similar to Adam. Um, I never owned a gym, but I was heavily involved uh, in the health club industry back in the day. Um, I specialized in sales, so I used to go around and uh, work with some big franchise clubs and build their sales offices and uh, create systems and stuff. So, um I thought that was my, you know, my forever job. I loved it. I loved helping people. I loved being in the positive, uh, uh, you know, just being around positive uh, people and helping them, you know, achieve their goals. And uh, and then that actually came to an end because uh, the franchise that I was the GM of, uh, they sold out to another uh, larger company. Um, and I was just basically left uh, just hanging there. So anyway, so... I uh, was out to dinner one night and uh, I seen a guy show up in a really big pickup truck. Um, and, uh, you know, after having a couple of drinks, I, the guy, you know, he was outside. We we're both having uh, a couple uh, uh, drinks outside. Anyway, I asked him, I said, what do you do for a living? He goes, I cut lawns. <laughs> and I said, oh, you cut lawns. I go, that's the nicest pickup truck I ever seen. So one thing led to another. He started telling me a little bit. What's that? It's a write off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, 100, yeah, it was like a hundred thousand dollar truck 14 years ago. And, uh, you know, the rims were like 48 inch rims. But anyway, um, yeah, so that's just, you know, and then I, I started looking into it a little bit. And I, you know, I, I, uh, a buddy of mine um, locally here um, knew I was out of work and I was, you know, in between what I wanted to do and if I was going to move. Um, so I started working with him a little bit and, you know, at that time too, I was in, you know, I was, I was involved with bodybuilding and, you know, uh, you know, Adam knows probably firsthand, you know, when you're in shape, this is a little bit more fun when you're in shape, um, when you're doing, you know, hardscaping jobs or stuff like that. So anyway, so I didn't mind the workout. Well, I went out on my own the very first year. Um, and, uh, <laughs> I never, I had zero intention zero intention on doing this for a living. 
Um, you know, I hated the cold. I didn't know what a weed whacker was. I definitely didn't want to be stuck in a truck <laughs> at one o'clock in the morning and plow for 10 hours straight. Yeah. 14 years later, I'm, I'm the asshole that's doing it now still. Um, <laughs> you know, but it's, it's, it's been fun, you know, and, and, you know, we take pride in our work and it's good to meet people like Adam that's locally around here too. And, you know, see him grow and see his passion about it. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a cool business to be in. Um, and that's it. Awesome. I'm impressed Rocco. You, the name, are you Italian? Yeah. 100%. And yet your hands have not come up on that screen once. I'm I'm impressed that there's no talking with the hands yeah. going on. Well, that's well, that's they're awesome. They're fidgeting underneath here. They're going a million miles a minute, you know. Yeah. Uh, so what do you guys, we'll go in the same order again. What do you guys see as areas that you can grow your companies in the snow markets that you're in? And what have you already done in the last couple of years to uh, increase your snow business? So Adam, you um, just started out three years ago, you said. So what have you done to, to get yourself to where you are now? Yeah. So figuring out my pricing was a big thing. Um, it's, it's nice having guys like Rocco and other people I've met in the industry because I can kind of pick their brain on that too, because it was kind of like, didn't know what to charge when I started. So I was just charging, you know, whatever sounded good to me at the time. Um, so that figuring that out the last three years has helped a lot. And then, like I said, like just going from all residential to all commercial is, is the goal of mine. And when I started, I was all all residential and slowly we're kind of cutting everything out and going more commercial, but we're not fully there yet. Um, that's that's one of our goals. And then the main thing I did in the last two years, the first year, I said yes to everybody. So I was going like 20 <laughs> minutes out of my way to plow one house and then back to plow another. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? I'm spending so much time driving back and forth, <laughs> driving more than plowing. Yep. And so from last year to this year, I, I narrowed everything we do down to a five mile radius from where my shop is. So no matter what, I'm within five to 10 minutes of wherever we got to be. Because last year, we'd be, I don't know, 15 minutes away from a property and it'd be snowing there and not here. And they'd be calling me and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, it's not snowing. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys so, have that. You guys have that, right? Like, I mean, oh, you yeah, have yeah. three inches in one spot and then two miles away, you got three feet. Snow yeah, the lake effect snow, like like he Rocco would know, he, like he could get pounded and I get nothing here. Yeah, it's, it's that's crazy. crazy. That's that's wild. <laughs> lake lake effect snow is wild. Like you, you could you could drive five minutes down the road through a blizzard and then it looked like there it didn't snow at all there. That's incredible. Yeah. We don't have that problem. We don't have that problem What's that, Jay? We don't have that problem, in North Dakota. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Yeah, so no, I, no... I spend some nights just driving around looking at stuff because I don't know if it's if it needs <laughs> needs to be cleaned up or not. <laughs> oh jeez, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, Rocco, what about you? What have you uh, What have you done to grow your company in the uh, snow market that you're in? Um, so when I first started, um, again, I took on uh, a lot of residential, um, some smaller commercial. I Again, my my biggest my biggest problem, but blessing is that I, I I was selling my service to so many customers that it wasn't a matter of if they were out of the area. It was a matter of I was one guy plowing 120 houses in three com small commercial lots. And I just couldn't get there. And I and, and again, because of the background that I had 
knowing, you know, that my word is everything, that the client is expecting X, Y, Z, um, you know, I wasn't being true to my word. I was taking on everything that I could, um, thinking that I could be Superman and get out there, but in, realistically it was impossible. So I, I, uh, that's when I added my second truck. Um, you know, and then I was scaling slowly, you know, I, I figured, you know, comfortably within five, six hours, you know, one truck could do, let's just say 50 driveways each comfortably. Um, and then throw like one, uh, one commercial. So I started breaking numbers down a lot in my office. Uh, at the time it was my kitchen table. Um, you know, so, you know, I, I, I really, I looked at it from a numbers game, um, strictly. And I still do now. Um, the only thing is, you know, fast forward all the years later, now we have, you know, X amount of trucks, we have, you know, loaders, we have skids, we have sidewalk crews. So, you know, same again, you know, it's all about budgeting, but the main thing is, um, is making sure that like Adam said too, you know, the most important thing is obviously we're not going to go take on something unless it's worth it financially. Here comes the hands now. Okay. And we're yeah, talking, about money, <laughs> talking about money, talking about money. But anyway, it, it has to be worth it for you. But, you know, again, it, it's just, it's all about just knowing what you can take on um, and, and budgeting everything. So I think that's a great point that both of you guys made. I, I think when you're just starting out and you're, you feel weird saying no to anybody that calls, like you just, you, you feel like you shouldn't be doing that. And even if it's not right for you, everybody seems to say yes to everything. And even James said it the other day, like when they were younger, they bit off more than they could chew one winter. And I, I think that's an important lesson for the, uh, the guys that are just starting out to learn that it, it is okay. Even if you don't have a lot of accounts and you're just starting to say no, if they don't work for you, you know, if they're going to overextend you. So uh, that's a great point that both of you guys made. I'm glad you guys said that. Uh, let's see, Jeremy. Hey guys. With your businesses, what kind of, uh, in the snow industry, what are you guys uh, using for equipment-wise? Like, uh, what kind of plows are you running? You're running loaders? You're running pickups? What do you, what do you guys uh, what do you guys use, run most of? Or just tell me a little bit about your operation. Yes, I run I run three, three trucks, two pickup trucks, and one um, smaller F550 dump truck. And all Western plows, um, straight blades on all of them except for – my truck is a, a, a wide out XL. I, Hey, <laughs> I had, I had the V plow. I had the V plow last year. I wanted to switch it up this year. I like that. Wide out. The wide out, the wide out's nice. The wide out's great. It's, I've heard a couple of my friends have them. They love them. I just, I can't get myself away from the, uh, the MVP three V plows. It didn't do good in the blizzard storm with, with the wings out. Like you can't push a ton of snow. You'll get stuck pretty easily. Yeah. But in like, uh, I don't know, six inches and less, you cut your time in half on anything you did with a with an eight foot blade easily. Yeah, I if believe you go that. if you go if you go a full eleven feet. Um, yeah, those are the trucks. Three three pickups, and then I just bought a my first skid steer this year is a T six fifty wide track skid steer with the multi bar tracks. Nice. And then we bought a ten foot cage snow pusher for it. How do you like the cage? I, I like it. Um, I, you know, it's my first machine, so I, I don't have any, like, real experience with any other pushers. So it's first machine, first pusher, but it's it's nice with the angle, the hydraulic angle. It's nice you can drop the box if you got to go in somewhere tight and back drag up against a building or something. Um, no sidewalk machines. Where, where I'm at, most of our commercial properties are on a main road where they're, they're sidewalk. We could drive the trucks down the sidewalks pretty much. Gotcha. 
Nice wide sidewalks. None of this 24 and 30 inch, 36 inch stuff well, like I have they're here. Thir- they're 36 inch sidewalks, but they have like two feet of asphalt next to them. No grass. <laughs> that makes it which, nice. Which is, which, which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Rocco, how about you, bud? Um, so we're, uh, uh, we have, we have 11 trucks. Um, I was actually writing them all down because I was like, holy shit, I, this is a pretty tough question here. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so 11 trucks, um, six are Chevy 3500 uh, HDs, um, two of which are uh, uh, dumb trucks. Um, we have uh, three Fords, uh, one's a 250. We have another, we have two 350s diesel. Um, uh, I personally drive a GMC 2500 uh, HD. Um, and then we have a fucking Ford Ranger. No. <laughs> Got to love the Ford Rangers. Uh, and then, uh, anyway, we got, and we also, we run two cat loader 928Fs. They're a little older. Um, we actually bought them off of a local uh, mulch company here. Um, I knew the mechanic for like the last 14 years. I knew he took care of them, but they're, they're, they're just, they're beasts for what we use it for here. Um, we don't need anything bigger, honestly. We really don't here, and those 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 do all of, you know two of our larger lots. Um, but anyway, then we have uh, two skids. We have a Gill fifty six forty. Um, the thing's a tank. Uh, it's like a two thousand and eight. And then we just bought a, a new um, a new John Deere three twenty five G track skid. Um, and that's and then we have uh, on our trucks we have all V plows, DXTs. Um, nine twos, eight twos. We have, uh, the, the snow power back plows on two of our trucks. Oh, um, snow power. There we go. I just yeah. said nobody in the Northeast I've ever seen has the snow plower, snow power back plows. You actually yeah. do. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So we, yeah, we, we got two of those on two trucks. Um, we have sidewalk equipment. We have a Toro Dingo with a, with a plow, with a boss plow. We have uh, snow Raiders. If you know what those are, Boss Snow yep. Raiders. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and a whole bunch of crazy bastards to operate them. <laughs> always need those. Always yeah. need those. Uh, the, yeah. gill, you, the gill you said is a, a wheel machine? Yeah, it's a wheel machine. It was actually a tank. Do you, um, you have snow tires? Snow tires on it or regular? Just regular tires. And which it, did better in the uh, Which did better in the blizzard, the, uh, the, the wheel machine or the tracks? So, uh, so I'll tell you what. So we made a switch. Thank God. Again, we made a switch right before the storm hit. I bought us uh, uh, zigzag tracks um, for the John Deere track skid and uh, which are a pain in the ass, by the way, to put on. If you don't know what you're doing, <laughs> they're tough. But anyway, so we put them on before the storm. Honestly, I know. I mean, listen, John Deere. Great company. I love them. The Gill, I know a lot of people don't really even, I don't even know if people even know what that is around where you guys are at, but yeah, no, we know Gill. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It, it, they're, they're great. And if this one's a tank, it's like 90 horsepower, it's old as shit, easy to operate, but it's just, it's just a tank, man. And I think it did better than the track machine, even though that's insanity. Right. But honest to God, it was, it just sounds more beefy, and it was lifting shit like a pile of snow that was the size of a Jeep Wrangler. 
this thing was lifting up and and, and tossing. It was it was incredible to see it. No, I believe it. I, I definitely believe it. Like we, our skids that push snow are all wheel machines. The track machines load salt. <laughs> we don't wow. use them. You know, yeah. if we have to bring them out at all, it's because we're blowing snow. We'll put the blowers on them and bring them into town or something. But yeah, the, the wheel machines are beasts. We run cases. We love the SV280s. They seem like the perfect snow machines. Yeah. Perfect weight to horsepower ratio. And they push all day. We love those. So I hear what you're saying about the, the wheel machines outperforming. Um. All right, so Rocco, let's get into this. You know, we're right at the twenty-minute mark. Give us the backstory about the storm. When were they calling for it to hit? How much snow were they calling for? And were they right or wrong, the weather guys? So, um, so prior to the storm actually touching down here in in Western New York, um, the news was talking more so in the beginning of how it's going to be hurricane wind, hurricane like winds. Uh, not so much the snow, but they did mention snow. So, you know, everyone was more focused on the hurricane-like winds, um, you know, and then as days went on, they started incorporating more snow. Um, and uh, they, they then they started saying it was going to be uh, lake effect snow. So, so it kind of snowballed more and more. It was like watching a, a scary movie and you're like, holy shit. When's he going to come out? Like, when's he going to scare the <laughs> shit out of us at the movie theater, you know? Um, and that's that's kind of like what happened. So, you know, it it, it, it it's it, the wind started first Friday morning. Um, and, you know, again, I don't want to get too far into it. But, yeah, to answer that particular question, Steve, it it it, it yes, they they were they were right um, for once. The, the news guys didn't botch <laughs> the, the weather. But um, most people didn't uh, take it serious, and that's the main problem here. Yeah, because you guys deal with this kind of stuff all the time. Lake effect blizzards are nothing new to Buffalo area, right? Well, I mean, Adam probably can you know chime in too. Like it, the winds, we're not used to that. Not 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 with no, that. It was, it was yeah, it was whiteout snow for three days straight. Yeah, wow, that's incredible. Yeah, like so like dri- like driving like they had the driving van and. You really couldn't drive, and I tried, and you really probably shouldn't have been. And that was the, that was the main problem with when we went down into Buffalo. Is all everyone was out driving when they shouldn't have been, and they got stuck. And there were yeah. cars everywhere, abandoned cars, abandoned semis, uh, city plow trucks stuck. Jeez, that's incredible. And now I remember Rocco saying when we did the pre-show here uh, that they actually had orders to stay off the road, even plow guys. Like you guys were not even allowed to go out and try and service your accounts. Is that correct? Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. We had, sorry about that. We had driving bans. Um, and then in Rocco, so you're in Tonawanda, right? Rocco. Yeah. North yeah, town. So Tonawanda. Well, Tonawanda, they had, um, they were putting out notices on Facebook and all over that if you were a snow contractor out plowing in the storm, you were getting a misdemeanor ticket. Jesus. Uh, yeah, so you guys didn't actually have any operations going on till after this thing was over. So three days, you weren't allowed to do anything. You just had to wait, take it all, and then deal with it after. Pretty much. And I, I, I thought I was going to get texts from customers, residential customers, asking where we were, and I actually didn't. I was surprised by that because it was, you know, it was a holiday. It's Christmas. Yeah. So we, uh, so uh, like our crew, um to give you like the rundown of, of the, of, of like how we 
and what what we faced. We had, um, like Adam said, I mean, there were 70 mile an hour winds uh, uh, tag team by, you know, snow, lake effect snow. Um, you know, I, I actually sent, we, we had, so we handle, uh, and I don't know if I said this before, so we don't do uh, many residential. We have a small Ford Ranger and, and it bops around and does, you know, some customers that I've had forever, right? But that's not... You know, and I, and I and I made calls to people and, and I was being proactive like that. I mean, I, I sent out emails to all of our commercial clients and I just said, listen, you know, they're, you know, the way that it's looking now. And this was Friday evening, um, you know, and a lot of our lots are closed, um, our plazas and stuff. But the thing is, um, you know, they we do a grocery store. It's a pretty big grocery store here. Um, and you know, they were basically trapped in there. So I got a call from a company that manages that, that I work for, and they're not from Buffalo. And I don't think they really understood how dangerous and what we were facing because they asked me if I can go over there and plow it. And I said, uh, no, <laughs> I, I can't, it's impossible. And, and, and again, she, you know, the, the person I was dealing with was really pushing, like there's people trapped there. I said, well, they, they, thank God they're trapped at a supermarket than, yeah. you know, an abandoned building. Yeah. Um, so we attempted actually to go out, not, not everyone, but I sent two of my mate, my lead guys. I said, listen, we got to go there. Cause that's where one of the loaders is. And I said, you have to open up this lot so people can get out of there. And, and one of my, one of my foremans was like, listen, I can't even get out of my driveway. And that's when I said, Oh my God, Th that's when the panic, I was like, wow, you know, cause again, I, I knew what was going on outside, but I didn't actually go out there. Um, cause I'm like, you know, you can't do anything anyway right now. You can't see. So I didn't really bother going outside. Um, but I knew it was Got bad and, and you know, that that's just to put it lightly. So now talking to both of you guys, uh, before the show, you guys had different responsibilities. Once, once you guys got out there and got to it and started charging, um, Adam, you got you worked, you got subcontracted by the city to deal with the municipal side of it. And then Rocco, you were doing the commercial side. So, uh, Adam, why don't you tell us about what they had you doing as far as during that storm? Once they actually turned you loose and said, let's do it, you know, what yeah, did you so, do? Well, we, we did all our own contracts first. Obviously, that, that was priority for me. Um, so, we did all our residentials, all our commercials on Christmas morning, all, well, all day Christmas, pretty much. Um, and then I got a call Christmas night from Vuani Lawn Landscape, which is another uh, snow contractor here in Niagara Falls, asking if we could come with our skid steer out to Buffalo to help them. They, they were getting subbed out from the city of Buffalo. They're involved with um, like FEMA disaster relief. So anytime there's like a big natural disaster, they get brought in. And so I was like, absolutely. I didn't even know what the pay was, but I was like, I'll be there. Um, all our stuff was done, so I had no reason not to. So we loaded up the skid steer Monday morning to drive down to Buffalo. And Buffalo from my house is about 25 minutes, and it took us about two and a half hours to get there. Wow. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the throughways were shut down, so you couldn't take a throughway. So we had to take back roads all the way there. And at that point, there were still driving bands on. And it's not a, it's not a long ride. It was just the amount of snow, like I kept getting rerouted and rerouted and 
Yeah. And you were towing ten, a, you were towing a machine, right? Yeah, so. I'm, to, I'm towing a ten thousand pound skid steer <laughs> in four wheel drive. So I just put my hazard lights on, and we were just going through the red lights. I'm like, I can't stop because if I stop, I'm gonna get stuck. Yeah, like, you just gotta Absolutely. keep rolling. Um, but I did make it down there. It was just um, kind of eye opening, like just driving through because like the south towns in Buffalo got it way worse than the north towns where I'm at. We probably got three to four feet in some spots depending on how the wind blew but down there like you'd there'd be six seven feet on, on a side road jeez <laughs> yeah it was wild yeah so i went down there and pretty much i did whatever i was told to do at that at that point and it was all all city work um first day we were there they had us go out and they had the company had i want to say six payloaders six six big caterpillar loaders and probably six skid steers, including mine. So they paired each skid steer up with a loader and two tandem dump trucks. And they would give us a list of addresses that we had to go to and clear. And the first day was, for for me, was uh, City Hall, because our mayor, Kathy Holko, is in town, of course. We had to go open that up. Priority, <laughs> priority number one. <laughs> yeah. And then um, after that, they sent us with police escorts to all the police stations and fire stations to get the fire stations opened up so that they could get emergency vehicles out. Um, after that, that was the first day. Day From there on, it was kind of a lot smaller stuff for me. It was um, all the sidewalks on the bridges in the city of Buffalo. Our, our skid steers were the sidewalk machines, so we were, we were pretty much clearing the sidewalks and getting the snow into the road, and the loaders were coming scooping it and, and loading um, the tandems up and they hauled, I, I don't even know how many dump trucks they had there. Those dump trucks, there were dump trucks everywhere for that entire week running loads and loads of snow. They were calling them from everywhere, all over the state. Yeah, they were, they were, they were coming from, and you bring from stuff. out of state. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were, it was like unbelievable. <laughs> now that first day when you were doing the firehouses and the police station and stuff, how how difficult was it just getting your little convoy there to these addresses down the street? Like how much snow were you dealing with in the street? So they so the main roads at that point were they at least had one pass open. Okay. Um, so they weren't too bad. It was the side roads that were kind of sketchy going down, and I didn't know this at the time. So at one point they said, "Hey, go to this this fire hall and meet the other loader there." So I I'm not familiar with the city of Buffalo too well, so I I'm looking at a GPS and it's taking me down side roads. So I'd be going, and then all of a sudden it'd be like four feet of snow on a road, and I'm like, "Fuck!" <laughs> now, I'll I'll tell you, it was very eye-opening for me because it's this is my first time plowing snow with a skid steer. This is the first winter I plowed one, so I've never never done this. And do you have so, a bucket on at this point, or the pusher? I got the bucket. The pusher okay. would have been no exactly, no exactly. <laughs> uh, so I, I got a seven-foot pusher on the on the skid, but it's got the wide track multi-bar tracks and my buddy's like listen if you go on snow you're gonna float so i'd, I'd go up to four like a four foot pile on a road and i'd pull the bucket up and just make a ramp and i'd back up and get some speed and jump onto that pile and it would literally just track across four feet of snow like a snowmobile really it was un <laughs> unbelievable i was like shit in my pants when i'm doing it. i'm like holy shit don't stop you might sink <laughs> <laughs> wow but then, so, but then you'd be going down the road and there'd be cars in the middle of the road. So then I'd be going to someone's front yard, kind of go around the car, keep going. But definitely, um, definitely difficult moving around and, and 
even some of the parking lots we had to go into, like some of them weren't touched at all. So you're just literally going into a parking lot with six feet of snow in it and bucketing everything out. Oh, geez. Yeah. Rocco sent us some pictures of a shopping center with the parking lot was pretty incredible. Like it was just incredible. It, yeah. It was unreal. Yeah, that, that actually, Steve, so that, so that, that lot that I showed you was actually on CBS morning news. That's our parking lot. It was so bad <laughs> that, that cars were buried underneath the wind drifts. Um, you know, at our lots, you know, we, we didn't, we were towing a couple skids, but we drove all of our equipment all around Buffalo, New York, uh, like literally uh, 15 to 28 mile radius. We were driving, um, you know, you couldn't go faster than eight miles an hour. Uh, we were plowing roads to get to our HOAs. We do three HOAs with over 90 houses in them. It typically would take us about two hours to plow with our back drag plows and our, and our regular trucks. It took us 13 to 19 hours, okay, to, to plow these HOAs because not only were we plowing and well, not plowing, we were we were we were snow we were snow stacking is what I call it, um, you know, and we were pl and we actually had to do the streets because certain parts of Buffalo were not plowed at all. Um, now where where Adam was, those side streets in Buffalo. So Buffalo, I didn't touch at all. <laughs> yeah, right. And 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 the thing, the problem though is everyone parks on on the street there too. So sure. it really kind of cuts down like your navigation. But when you go out to like Amherst, which is you know a, a normal fifteen minute drive from downtown Buffalo to Amherst, that's where we were, and we had loaders driving from downtown where Adam was all the way out to uh, like the heart of Clarence on Goodrich Road. <laughs> Um, it was insanity. What's that? I was going to say that storm opened my eyes up on how far you can run those machines too. Oh yeah. Well, at that point, we... and again, and at that point, you just, that's exactly what you had to do that you couldn't do sure. anything with a truck. Um, you know, and, and nor was it even, it, it wouldn't even make sense. Why would you beat up a truck when you have machines and people well, understood the trucks one that did it? No, not at all. There was no chance. Now, again, we had we had our strongest trucks towing the machines if we needed to tow them to certain locations. Um, and they were doing little minimal cleanup shit. That was it. Um, I, I, you know, the nice thing about running the V plows is that we were able to at one of our HOAs, we got lucky. We were able to literally put the V down in a V position and just fucking bulldoze the shit out of it. Um, but again, the problem, though, with that. Was that then we made the pile in front of the 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 HOA driveways six feet tall? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I did that too. <laughs> yeah. So you know it was a it was it was very you know again when you're in the heat of of handling this type of blizzard event, um, they compared it to the blizzard of '77, which you know you know I'm 40 years old, so I wasn't alive when the blizzard of 40 uh, or blizzard of '77 hit. Um, to each their own. I, I, I don't see how this was, uh, n you know, not as bad, if not worse than that, from the things that I've read. Um, a lot of people lost their lives, which is horrible. Um, you know, and, and our team, you know, along with Adam's team, you know, we, we were really out there just doing whatever the hell we could do for whoever the hell we could do it for. I mean, all our clients come first. Um, 
you know, but after that, you know, we were doing, you know, shit for everybody. People that couldn't, sure. you know, if they yeah, were who needs need us. There, Absolutely. It was sad to see, you know. And now how long did you how long did this recovery effort, if you will, how long did this continue before they actually had the roads cleared, everything no, back to somewhat normal after that storm ended? A week, three days, four days, two uh, weeks? We, I, we, we started plowing Sunday. I'd say, like, it was probably good to go out on Thursday. Yeah, so so with that, though, so, so but Buffalo did not recoup. They were, so where Adam was, um, when Adam was working with the other company down there uh, doing the snow removal, it, because Buffalo is set up where it's tight, so you have to haul that snow out. Those guys, sure. though, Adam, they didn't get done. It took them like a month, right? Total. Yeah. Oh, they were yeah, yeah they were hauling for a while. Oh, I believe it. Oh, I believe for it. Like three weeks after the snow stopped, but nothing was really back to normal. Well, then we got blasted with fucking sixty, uh, sixty degree weather. Well, that screwed yeah. up all the snowballing money that we were gonna make. We yeah. got boned on that, of course. But that's just it was still nature. bad. That's she's yeah. messing with you. She's screwing so with you. So where do you guys, where do they bring all the snow from the... So they, they were bringing it to um, the Outer Harbor, which is right up by the river where we're at. And I, I wasn't there. I just seen pictures and videos, but they looked like they were dumping it and using like a big D5 cat dozer and pretty much building a mountain with it. Okay. Jeremy yeah, knows all lo- about that. Have you guys seen Mount Fargo? Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's got a set up there. That guy. Yeah, that's they, they had sites. Yeah, they were using like open parks around here. Um, they were dumping snow wherever. And it's funny, I was gonna send you a picture. I drove by a spot yesterday, um, locally here. They still have the massive mound of snow. It was so big that it's still massive. And it's February. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. crazy. And is it it stayed cold there though, because I mean our January was an average of, I want to say, 39 to 43 degrees. I mean, it was basically balmy weather. Did you guys yeah, have no, the cold lockdown you, on you, or were you guys warm too? Well, after the snow, after that blizzard we had, I mean, it was 60 degrees for like three or four days, which, again, it didn't melt everything. But uh, it was cold in January, though. So some of the piles are still in our lots. You know, like we had a – because the, the, the amount of snow was so much during that blizzard, Everyone was just making piles wherever you could in a lot, um, you know, in a parking lot or a commercial uh, plaza. So, you know, I, those those piles, you know, uh, are, are still there for the most part. That ours didn't shrink or melt. But I, I think you're muted. You're muted. How many how many lots are you dealing with, Rocco? Like your normal commercial accounts that you had this service before you went to help people. Like how, how many lots are you dealing with? So we do we do a total of 20, 22 lots total, and then three HOAs. Interesting. That's, Which keeps, and, and how long did that take you to to get those opened up so you could get to? So, so it we worked from Sunday at nine thirty in the morning. And we didn't stop technically hustling, hustling until Friday at like 12 noon. Wow. Yeah. Wow. We, were, we, were about the same. we were about the same then. We, we stopped. Well, I left Buffalo at 9 p.m. on Friday. So we were about the same then. 
You must have yeah. great crews, man. That uh, that takes a lot of love from your crew to uh, to get that done. How did you rotate guys? They obviously couldn't just work straight through. What was your plan to uh, to get the guys some rest and stuff? How'd you deal with it? Oh me, whoever. Got, well, well, my my guys only worked on Sunday, and all our stuff was done. We're, I, I'm a tiny guy. I don't have I don't have 22 big lots. I got like eight small commercial lots and some some residentials. So my, my rotate, I didn't have a rotation. We just worked through until we were done. Yeah, gotcha. So, so what what I had to do because again, we we our, our trucks were useless. So, I actually had uh, a group of six operators. Um, we rented another skid. So I had a total of six heavy pieces of equipment out there, um, and we were just literally working twelve hour shifts. Um, you know, and the guys were, they, they were really, really cool about it because a lot of the guys too, that I had working and running the equipment, it wasn't their everyday piece of equipment. So they were usually stuck in trucks. So I think a lot of my guys took it as a cool opportunity because there was no pressure. It wasn't like you had to get it done by seven o'clock before they opened. Everyone was in the same boat. No one was getting out of their house until we came and did the job. So, you know, the sure. guys took it really well. They, uh, you know, like I said, they did shifts. They slept in. They slept in our work trucks. I was running home, bringing them lasagna from my wife, Christmas cookies, because we couldn't get to our family's house, right, Adam? Because we were literally all blocked in. So Christmas was was destroyed. So I had yep. trays and trays of friggin' pasta and meatballs and <laughs> all this shit. And then I bought I bought three hundred and fifty dollars worth of McDonald's. They were the only ones that are open because they got trapped in a McDonald's. Um, Perfect. <laughs> yeah, dude, it Perfect. was it was nuts, but everyone did well and they were compensated. Uh, we took we take care of our guys because they take care of us. And, um, you know, again, there's there's a lot of companies, though, that um, that 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 did a lot. So. Go ahead, Jay. So I got a question for you guys um, with this big storm, you know, how how do you guys do on fuel? Because I'm guessing fuel trucks couldn't really get through or everybody had plenty of fuel to keep rolling or, you know, fuel's always, I'm always trying to make sure we got plenty of fuel for our stuff around here if we get a big storm. But yeah, that that's, the storm you had was crazy. So I don't know. I'm just wondering how your fuel situation would have been. So I only had my one machine in Buffalo with me and I, I have a hundred gallon fuel tank on my truck. So I would just, I, I left my machine down there for the week so every morning when i came in i would just refill so yeah. no no big deal on that rock was probably a little different though with with six or seven machines out there yeah so we so we actually ran into a a scare the first day we were out sunday because <clears throat> we were we were in such that we we worked from literally 9 30 in the morning sunday until either one of any of us were like holy shit it's two o'clock in the morning and we're like uh our, our transfer tanks are low or pretty much empty. Gas yeah, stations are closed. <laughs> yeah, and everything's closed. I'm like, what yeah. are we going to do? <laughs> well, look, luckily, again, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big believer in, you know, the, the higher power, you know, and he was watching out because I actually went, when I, when I went back, I was going to go home to get, uh, I have bottles of water, cases of water at the shop. So as I went back, because again, I couldn't find anything open. Luckily, there was a gas station. So we were able to literally fuel up um, and I stood there and it took us like a long time because we had, a, I had, I have two trucks that have two transfer tanks, uh, fuel tanks, but the, the loaders and the skids, they were all over the place. So it literally took us like two hours to load or uh, to fuel everything. 
And then the guy started getting pissed off at the gas station because I was hogging the thing. I was like, listen, man, I have to. I'm paying. I, I'll buy. I, I'm, I'm here now. I can't leave. Yeah, suck um, it. It's mine. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Um, but it, it, even that was a wild story itself because when you're out there and you're looking around, you're like, is this a movie? Because it was literally insane. Um, I bet. Other side just, of the moon type stuff. Oh, uh, and just praying that nothing breaks because nothing was getting fixed. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, now, you guys deal with not maybe not the severity of this blizzard, but you guys deal with blizzards all the time up there. You know, lake effect snow that's dropping two, three feet on you. Do you guys specifically put any special blizzard clauses in your contracts to say, listen, over a certain amount of snowfall, you're getting charged, yes, the seasonal amount, but you're getting charged, you know, X for that. Well, I, you guys have either one of you guys up there in those large snowstorm areas uh, doing that? I don't have that, but I have some notes on my phone here of stuff I was going to add in. Perfect. Um, Do it. Let's see. Will not plow during travel bans or state of emergency. Perfect. Uh, additional charge for snow over 18 inches. And then it says blizzard with a question mark. So I haven't figured that out yet. Okay. But it's, it's on my mind. <laughs> Yeah, so we uh, next next year, and and the thing is though too, like you know, again, you know, it's, and and I think I think what's really important, Steve, is that like you know all the listeners on on your awesome uh, podcast, you know, again, (laughs) I I I know I know that sometimes because remember, you know, I I I was on both sides of everything, you know, I was a, a one man army, and I had you know three guys working with me. And even though, you know, I said that I have, you know, X amount of trucks or, you know, Jeremy has a big company, I believe, too. But it's we're all in it together. And that was the thing where it didn't matter because if I needed Adam or Adam needed me, I literally would have dropped what I was doing to go help someone. Because when when you hear that people around your area were were getting found uh, dead in a snowbank, it, that's that's disturbing it, it's sad you know and again yeah, that's horrible it didn't matter it just made buffalo it made guys like adam and i and and like you guys that that are in the industry too like it made you like say it doesn't matter if you have you know again 11 trucks they were useless useless they were yep. pointless you know adam probably you learned the a iron yeah, but Adam, you probably learned a valuable lesson that heavy equipment, it pays to have that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Because not everyone I mean, has it. Yeah, no, Let's, you need the iron. I mean, once you – we we made that move maybe five years ago now where we just said truck plowing for us does not work. We can be far more productive and handle far more severe things with these machines, and we've never looked back. We, You know, it's just – it's night and day, the difference. But it's but it's interesting too though because again, like Adam was saying, you know, he when you asked us, you know, how do you like what's your growth or what are you thinking? So my grandfather, God rest his soul, he plowed basically his entire life, and you know, and ironically, but I didn't ever want to become or be in this business. Um, but he always said you have to have an equal balance of residential and commercial because commercial is very cutthroat. You know, I know for 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 a fact that because we had what we had, thank God, as far as accessibility to our equipment to do that type of plowing, 
I got approached by, you know, two other large companies asking us if we'll bid on their property next year because their plow guy couldn't do it with four trucks at their lot. Yeah. You know, so again, you know, you gotta, it's a, it's an interesting industry and we don't always get blizzards though, Steve. So that's another thing. Like we don't, it's, it's not, we'll get like a foot storm. Um, but it's not a, uh, not a blizzard. Like, blizzard is defined by the wind, right? Right. That's what they call it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, so again, it's, it was just, but yeah, so we have clauses in our stuff. For gotcha. Good. Yeah. You got to protect yourselves. Uh, so you guys deal with these lake effects snows all the time up there. Would you say that what made this one so different and so deadly was just the wind was how bad the yeah. wind was? Well, I mean, yeah. there's, yeah, the, well, the wind and then and then again, you know, the new people were having. So the problem was that you could during that actual period of when it started to snow Friday and it stopped Sunday. OK, you couldn't see nothing and not every area was able to get plowed, even in like the real rich, fancy areas. Those cities didn't plow the roads. So people's electric was going out. They, they, they were stranded yeah. in homes and buildings uh, for three days straight with no food, no warmth. It was freezing. That's what made it so, so wacky because people couldn't go rescue them. Sure. And yeah, they it said, wasn't just snow removal anymore. It was life and death. It was life or death. Yeah, man. And, that, and that's, a, that, that's a fucking wacky way to think of it. Think about that. It's life yeah. or death and you can't fucking leave. Yeah, that's uh, incredible. Absolutely incredible. And your plow guy can't help you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Nobody exactly. can. Yeah. Mother no. nature is a bitch. <laughs> it's it, it was it was bizarre. Very bizarre. Oh my god. So you guys any anything else? Like what was the absolute wildest thing about that storm that you saw or saw somebody doing or just off the wall stuff? Like anybody lift a, a car out of a snowbank with a loader and oops. <laughs> well, the, the state police are down here with a big cat loader. Did you, you seen that video, right, Rocco? Yes. The yes. Big, the, they, yeah. New York state police were picking up cars with forks and pulling them out, moving them. Big loaders were picking up cars and moving them. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Did they we, have their uh, hat on? Did they what? They, they have their hat on. They have to wear the hat. When they're out in public, yeah. No, they didn't wear the hat this time. They were like, "Fuck that!" It's it's yeah. Let's just get these cars out of the way. Um, I don't know. They they got they have like a a bulletproof fucking war machine skid steer. I see that. Oh yeah, it was like a massive steel. Yeah, like reinforced steel over the engine bay and everything. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, Yeah, that's they're TRT guys. Yeah, that's a wild machine. I've seen that thing. It's incredible. Yeah, they were using that to plow snow. No, they were using it to pick up cars that were in the way, so we could plow snow. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. The, the the craziest thing I would say that I that I seen um, was some of the wind drifts were literally thirty feet tall, up against wow. the building, um, and that was mind blowing to me because I'm like, holy shit. That's what the blizzard of 77 was like. And that's why they were trapped in their houses. But to actually see it and to try to move it, you're like, holy shit. Yeah. It's incredible. It's hard to imagine. It's, it's hard to imagine. You guys lived it. It's hard for me to imagine, but you know, you sent us a bunch of pictures and we're going to put them in a reel 
Uh, so guys will be able to check that out before they, uh, they get you on here and listen to you in their cars and on their phones and stuff. Um, it's got to be a real too. Yeah. Oh yeah. It'll be a real, it'll it's gotta be a real, be a real. couple hashtags. Sure, make sure it's a real. <laughs> Absolutely. So we're coming up to about that time. We might have to have you guys on again. I, I'm sure you got more wild stuff about this storm, uh, but we're getting about that time. We're going to cut it off soon. Uh, Anything, uh, Rocco, anybody you want to plug at all? Anybody you want to say hi to? Um, well, I mean, first and foremost, I mean, uh, my, my crew at Vision Lawn Care and Snowplow Inc., they did uh, outstanding, um, you know, from from the crew to, uh, you know, to my wife helping us, uh, you know, keeping the guys fed, um, you know, yeah, that's uh, huge. That's huge. Because <laughs> nothing was open. It was closed for three, three to four days. That's awesome. Um, Good for her. So uh, what else here? I mean, you know, obviously boss, um, you know, for always, you know, given or creating great equipment and snow power and, you know, Chevy Ford. But I mean, most <laughs> of all, you know, I don't think you forgot it. anybody. I don't, I think yeah, I nailed I mean, oh, everybody. <laughs> I feel like I'm, at, I'm doing like an Emmy award. Like I want to thank the producers that fucking helped me. And the fucking, you know, I want to thank myself too, because, you know, thank God I'm not weak minded because it was very easy to break mentally during that storm. And a lot of people did. I had a lot of guys call me literally having panic attacks and I'm like, relax, you're going to get through it. And if you can't fucking do it, you call the customer and just say, listen, I can't do it with the truck. I have friend uh, friends or I can get a piece of equipment. Absolutely. It was a lot. It was a lot of shit that people don't get it, you know, and and hopefully now they do. um, And that's it. So, all right. Adam, what about you, bud? Um, I'm not going to plug any companies unless I'm getting some free stuff out of it. So (laughs) that's true. That's Uh, true. Check out my, my Instagram, elite landscaping, WNY. And that's it. There you go. Jeremy, any last thoughts? Uh, I apologize for Jeremy's mic problems tonight. He does have a brand new mic coming tomorrow. <laughs> it just didn't get there in time to record this. So I do apologize. Uh, well, listen, guys, I'm going to wrap it then. Thank you so much for coming out. Rocco, Adam, you know, Vision and Elite, you know, you guys have a, a impressive operations going on up there. And thank you very much for the time. And, uh, you know, hopefully the Dirtbags uh, podcast this week will give us a plug or I'm not giving them any more. All right. So everybody, that about does it for the second episode. If uh, if you guys have any ideas for guests you want to hear from on here or companies with products you want to hear from, drop us an email at thesnowjobspodcast at gmail.com. All right, guys, thanks again for supporting Jeremy and I in the show. The The support has been unbelievable the last couple of days with, you know, we're looking at numbers and it's just beyond anything we thought would happen for this show. Uh, so keep listening and uh, we'll keep yapping. All right. Till next week, guys. All right. Keep pushing. Thank you. Thank you.